Live. And here it is. Hello, and yes, welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? The only show for people who secretly want to hate fuck the world of broadcasting. As always, that's Eric Zane, who I believe the only kind of fucking he ever does is hate fucking. And I'm Christian Blatt. I just hate fucking in general. Eric, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, you know, we pulled it off. Uh, it, it all went great. I have no complaints. And I, I've learned long ago to not say too much. Because sure. if I say too much about family in this medium, it will come back to screw me right in the butthole. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, being screwed in the butthole is a bad thing in your household. Interesting. We live very well, it, different lives, Eric. Zane. Yeah, it, it depends. I know that that might be different in the Blatt household. But, uh, it might be. Uh, yeah, we uh, we had a great time. We had uh, two Thanksgivings and a uh, dim sum in between over the course of three days. And um I just haven't stopped eating. I, this is a cry for help, Eric. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> yeah, I know it. You gotta, you gotta mix in a walk or something to kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah. Especially when we get, you know, old as fuck, like you and I are. Uh, it, yeah. it doesn't take much. It just doesn't no, take much. It doesn't. No. Uh, I And uh, to start off before we uh, explain the show, I have to say, as I was putting uh, clips together for this week, I'm really disappointed in America. I mean, hugely disappointed and not for any of the reasons that uh, anyone in the chat might think there is nothing happened on Black Friday. And I looked, I looked for fist fights. I looked for people camped out in the parking lot. You know, we had so much fun last week. There was nothing. Nobody gives oh. a shit about Black Friday anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's bad when they start it like a month beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody, I mean, who the fuck goes to a mall? When is the last time you ever wandered around a goddamn mall? I mean, that is the yeah. worst. Waiting in so, line. Fuck, I can't believe I can, anybody goes. <laughs> all I can hope for is that uh, as we get really close to Christmas, people just snap and lose their minds. I got my fingers crossed. I'm, yep. I'm just hoping for, you know, organized chaos with minimum bloodshed and maybe only like one or two fatalities. I don't, I don't want hey. anything crazy, but, you know. That's on my Christmas list, Santa, if you're watching, and yes. I know you are. Uh, in any case, as with every week, I will be sharing some videos. Just disappointed that it's, you know, not people belly flopping on flat screens at Best Buy, but that's all right. And uh, Eric, you'll handle the Super Chats and remind everybody how Super Chats work on this show. Well, the way the Super Chats work here is whatever you want uh, Christian to say as a side off, leave it in the Super Chat. Uh, we had some references to a short man with a funny mustache from back in the 1940s. Charlie Chaplin? Called, yes, leading a country okay, called good. Germany. Apparently, Christian is a big fan of that guy after last week's sign-off. But uh, that's what you do. If you, uh, uh, if you give me enough money in the Super Chat, I'll pretend that I'm a fan of the jam band Fish. All right? Okay. That's how far I'm willing to go for money. I, no, that's nothing's incredible. off the table. That that's even more out of bounds than the previous week. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, we'll, we'll we'll get a lot more mail about that. I think. Yes. So and right away, thank you so much to Simon three forty three, Carl. I'm guessing better Carl start. Be better start pulling his yeah. weight on WATP and FKB. 
Now, you know, I, I, I keep meaning to a... ask Cardiff. I keep meaning to ask Cardiff to send me the uh, the the by Brennan drop that he uses, uh, but I don't know if he'll make me pay him each time that uh, we get an FKB. And I'm sorry, what were you going to say, Eric? Is there still a war going on? Are the podcast wars still continuing? I'm always last uh, to know. The the podcast wars have uh, ramped up, uh, but uh, you know we do try to keep this a uh, a, a a at least a, a semi dabbler free zone. We try to not talk about starring no, John no. Melendez. But if we get an FKB on the screen, we'll uh, certainly take it. If anybody wants to send an FSJ, we'll we'll uh, certainly uh, we'll certainly take that. And uh, Eric personally will welcome as many FKHs as uh, you can possibly send us. So I don't even know what half of that shit means, but that's probably <laughs> the best. Uh, oh, <laughs> speaking of uh, KH, Fish is great. Uh, I know I can't, I can't win with uh, with that guy, you know. So uh, it's, yeah, it's right. like it's like he, there's some guy impersonating Carl, yeah, uh, saying a bunch of weirdo <laughs> shit. That's right. The the Carl I know only likes cool bands like Ween. He doesn't like Fish as well. Right. I don't. We know. don't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna start like we usually do by visiting the world of local news with. Who are these local broadcasters? Others imitate We appreciate You know, uh, we're we're all excited that uh, you know indoor dining has been back in our lives for a couple of years now. At least uh, here in California, there was a little while where you know it was December, but we were eating out on patios, you know, with mittens on. And uh, you know, but when you're inside, sometimes it's like, oh, let's sit by the window because it's a nice view. And uh, I don't know. I'm sure you've done this many times, Eric. I know I have. Usually, nothing bad could possibly happen, right? When you're sitting there at the window. No, no, unless you're sitting next to that woman in the blue who no doubt is going to eat off your plate. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Just, hey, can can I just have a few of your fries, y'all? Uh, the answer is no, ma'am. You okay. cannot. Uh, but uh, this is a, a largely uh, visual clip, but uh, we'll do our best to uh, make sure everybody understands it. Uh, let's, let's see what happens. This might actually be the worst-case scenario for uh, indoor dining by a giant picture window. Diners in a Tennessee restaurant got quite the shock when a deer <laughs> crashed through the window as they oh. were eating right there. Security cameras footage shows a deer jumped through the window as broken glass lands on the customers. The deer then ran through the restaurant. There he is in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Waiters and waitresses the were moving out of the way. Boys finally opened a back door, which allowed the deer to escape. He stopped wow. off to get some uh, Jägermeister there, oh, I guess. You know, God, it's, uh, for the road. But uh, I, a tour of the bar, Jesus. Yeah, obviously. And uh, just uh, for our visual audience, yeah, there we go. There he goes right through the window. And uh, there's a. Uh, I don't know. I and the uh, the girl who was sitting by the window, unfortunately, her uh, sold, shoulder got dislocated. You know, she's fine, but she had to go to the hospital. So oh, it's wow. funny because nobody died. You know, that's yeah. that's our motto here on the show. Sure, right? and it, well, it really, it's funny because we don't know them. I mean, that's <laughs> really why it's funny. Or. Or if only they had gotten the 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 large woman in the blue, you know. I think oh. uh, then just think of how much harder we can laugh. Well, know? yeah, we would have been if if uh, I mean the the deer would have been harmed if it had struck her. 
Um, yeah. That would have been the end of the story. Jesus. <laughs> that, that would have been the end of the story. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's uh, not something that I think is likely to happen. But uh, I bet everybody watching, you might think twice before you you dine in at a restaurant and sit by yeah, a giant sure, window. Sure. Uh, we talked uh, recently. Uh, you didn't mention that it seems like every time we do this show, I'm about to head off to Disneyland. And uh, I, I've gone twice since we've been doing this show. But uh, again, I have two small children. Uh, so I feel like I'm going for the right reasons. But uh, recently at uh, the Disneyland Resort, uh, this guy uh, went for some slightly different reasons. You can see this man has gotten out of the boat and uh, he's stripped down to his shorts. And Video now he's just kind of wandering around, interacting on the small world. Oh, my God. By the way, I just have to point out, I've seen this video without the uh, the pixelation there. And okay. uh, just say thank you for not being able to show nudity on this show. Wow. He's ripped, though. I mean, yeah. I, I'll oh. say that about him. I mean, whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. Look, I mean, Eric Zane says he wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. I think that's what you're getting at. And uh, yeah, look, if 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 I was built like this guy, I probably you know would hop out of the boat and uh, take a stroll. But uh, let's let's see some more the video shows a man in his underwear walking around the popular attraction. It's a small world. Workers stopped the ride for about an hour as security tried to detain him. At one point, you can see the 26 year old took off all of his clothes and was waiting around in the water near the ride's entrance and a. Heim police eventually responded to the incident to arrest the 26-year-old for indecent exposure. Jesus, being they're being the influence a... of a control. Yeah, they're they're yeah. like taking it easy on him. If it was like if he was black, they would have shot him and thrown him in with the with the puppets there. I mean, that would have been. Well, the there, there's there's two things. First, they like put like. I don't know, some kind of like felt blanket over him as you take a minute and put some clothes on this fucking guy, you know, but uh, also they said that the ride was closed for an hour. And I don't know. I think if I were there that day, I would insist that they drain all of the water out. They oh, power yeah. wash everything. I'll, you know what? I'll let them just do it in the rooms that he walked around in. All right. I'd be okay with that. But instead of like, yeah, an hour later, everybody was back into uh, it's a small world after all. Uh, have you ever been on that ride? It's what it's a, it's oh, a, you, you get a real I desperate mean, feeling like you've made some bad decisions. And it's like, this is like three I mean, hours of my life I've wasted. I, I, I've talked about uh, how often I go with my small kids. You think I've ever been on that ride? Uh, I've, uh, if I only go once on a trip to Disneyland, I feel like that's a victory. Uh, you know, and it's like cute when the kids are little and then they see everything. But then eventually it just turns into a place to take a nap, you know? Oh. Yeah, big time. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's the other one where I take a nap because it's, yeah, nice it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, when we in the seventies, that was like you know a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but but now it's like Jesus Christ, why are we even bothering? I I don't have uh, I don't have the answers <laughs> to the hard questions, Eric. But uh, I I've never thought of. Hey, what if uh, what if I took my clothes off here? You know, I mean, basically, I don't think of that anywhere, but I certainly don't think about it at uh, at, at Disneyland. You know, uh, I mean, I don't I don't even I, I don't even want to take my shirt off at the beach. I'm going to I'm not going to lie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and and he, I think that people can thank me. You would think, though, that somebody who was that fucked up would would look more fucked up, you know, yeah. like missing a limb, teeth busted out, maybe got mauled by a dog. But I mean, he looked reasonably no, I mean, normal. 
you were you were basically hitting on the guy, so you can see that you know he needed to burst out of those clothes that were slowing him down. You know, he's just like, "Hello, world." I, would, I wouldn't even have wanted to stop the ride. I would have wanted to have seen it. <laughs> yeah, just Maybe. let him hang out all day and just, yeah, just uh, jack him off when you're going by. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> hang on a minute, mommy needs a tug. <laughs> Well, uh, let us know if you've ever seen anything like that at a, at a theme park uh, or, you know what, even the county fair. I feel like right. county fair, that's more county fair behavior. You know, theme park, you spend so much money. The idea of getting tossed out uh, without getting your like $180 worth uh, is, right. uh, you know, is, is a little bit upsetting. So our next video comes from Japanese fart enthusiast in the Discord. And this clip did set off a little bit of some controversy, but... We're here for the laughs. And uh, personally, I think that uh, this is a this is a funny clip, regardless of what went on behind it, uh, regardless of the veracity, the authenticity of it. But uh, take a look and uh, tell us what you think, Eric. Oh, I don't care if she's 20. Hell, I'd fuck her. You can't say you wouldn't fuck her. Oh, Maybe no. that's what I'll do when they find her. I'll, I'll go and fuck her. Oh. Fuck her right in her pussy. Oh. All right, well, we definitely apologize for that editing error oh. in that story. We are going to switch gears oh. now to the... So... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, and, no. and it, yeah, the, go ahead. Your thoughts, this, your this, instant this, reaction before I tell you what's this, been going on in the Discord with that clip. It's like a classic clip, no doubt. It's a few years old. Yes, this okay. is not a newer clip for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I mean, I don't even really have any... I'm, I'm flabbergasted right now. I don't have anything about this. It's remarkable that this fucking happens. How does this take place? Yeah, exactly. So uh, Kyle, also known as Go-Go Gadget Wang, I hope I didn't just dox you, Kyle, uh, in the Discord. He uh, seems to think it's fake. And it does look like there's an edit there, like the, that report is reacting to something else. It is still a funny clip. And this dummy still said this on camera, even if it, you know, even if they faked putting the live bug on there. But I... I don't really want to know how the sausage is made. We talked about that last week. I just think it's a funny clip. Just let me enjoy it. You know, you don't need to pick it apart. Yeah, it's I don't even like. Film. Yeah, it, you just suggesting that some people thought it was fake. I didn't think that for a second because it seemed yeah. pretty damn straightforward and well, it was not the up and up. Yeah, I watched it like 10 times before I, I started seeing, before Kyle started trying to rain on my parade, you know? Yeah. And I uh, I still, I stand by the, the humor behind the clip, you know? Oh, God. Uh, you know? That but, caught me off guard. That was great. <laughs> well, there's a there's a reason why I named this episode. I don't care if she's 20, because uh, that is my favorite clip that we'll be playing today. <laughs> now, that guy's mix up, though. It makes sense because he doesn't know he's either live or he doesn't think about how he's on camera. Uh, there's another clip that, again, this this one is is not a new clip, but I couldn't look away from this one because of, uh, well, this guy really has a case of the giggles at the most inopportune moment, and, and, and honestly, two inopportune moments. Shiverton police claim uh, that they caught a 23-year-old registered sex offender from New Bedford in a car with a teenage girl. I mean, to be fair, it is kind of funny at that point, you know, that that part is funny. 23 year old man in car with a teenage girl. All right. She probably, you know, wanted to be there. All right. We can chuckle a little. Let's keep going. In a car with a teenage girl. Oh, oh there he is. Excuse me. Okay. Maybe she didn't want to be there. 
All right, they arrested this guy right here, Edwin Perez, in charge of a sexual assault. <laughs> Fucking pretending he's coughing. He said they got a call about a suspicious car with people inside parked. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, officers are literally they found the girl. She was there without her parents' knowledge. He is being held on a hundred thousand dollars bail tonight. Well, let's move All on. Right. New details on an officer involved in Massachusetts. Oh, no, it's getting worse. A Lakeville police officer and an off-duty state trooper were forced to shoot at an armed suspect who refused to put down his gun. This, Yeah, so oh. you go from the first story, and it look, that first story, it's bad. It's oh. bad to be laughing during it. But then you get to the police officer shooting, and you're like, now it's even funnier. What's next, baby mauled by a pit bull? I mean, <laughs> hey, did, you, did you sneak ahead on my clip sheet? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but the uh, the idea that, uh, look, I'm sure that's happened to you in front of a microphone in your years of broadcasting. There's times where you know you shouldn't be laughing, and then that kind of makes it funnier. Usually somebody else laughing first. Yes, it, it usually yes. starts like that, you know, it's but, the, but context oh. matters. Nobody knows that, you, yeah. you know, it's almost like it would have been better for the guy who was doing the news there to say, all right, just so you know, I am not laughing at this story or any story. No. This asshole on the other side of the camera is doing this to me. <laughs> oh. Right. Yeah, that's true. That that's when, yeah, you throw the co-anchor under the bus. You oh know, it's like, he just got the worst fart you've ever, you could ever imagine. That's why I'm laughing. My apologies <laughs> to the young girl <laughs> and the family of the fallen police officer. Oh, my God. Simon, 343 for another 499. Thank you. Says Jared from Subway started and ended his career the same way by getting into smaller pants. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Simon, I, I got you. I don't know if that's much of a sign off, but still, I'm, I, I'm glad I was able to read it. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm glad you were able to read it too. And uh, yeah, shout out to Jared from Subway. How's he doing? Oh God, <laughs> uh, still in jail, I would imagine, right? I mean, I don't do know you think that. there'll ever be a time when Jared gets out of prison? Because that'll be what we'll actually see that moment happen. Yes, okay? I think we will. Yeah. Unless if we die like suddenly oh. soon. Yeah, but yeah. you know how like everybody loves OJ now? It seems. Oh my gosh, do they ever? Do you think Jared will ever make a comeback? It'll ever be he can somehow turn it around and he's he's, you know, hello, Twitter world or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, you know, probably not. Um but I'd like to I'd like to hope that it, that he would. You know, I've I've been a holdout and I haven't uh I haven't joined TikTok cuz I just feel like I'm too old for it. If you told me right now that Jared from Subway had a TikTok, I would definitely sign up and I'm I want to know what he's up to. Yeah. Well, I kind of don't want to know what he's up to, but I feel like, you know, we should definitely keep an eye on him, you know. Right. Look what happened the last time we didn't pay much attention to him. Well, you know, it's similar to like the guy who shot Ronald Reagan. Um, I think his oh, name was Hinkley. Hinkley. Yeah, he's got I a mean, tremendous music career. He's super famous now. From yes. just he does he can't well, sing for shit. He can't play for shit. But everybody loves him because it's well, a train wreck. He keeps getting his gigs canceled. Oh, know, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's tough to tough. Yeah. It's it's easy to book him. It's hard to maintain the booking and actually, uh, you know, let people. Yeah, they got to do it like Kumia when he goes to like a place. <laughs> you know, like uh, the last second he's going to be at the so and so club. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you uh, mentioned uh, Kumia before we uh, get to our next clip. I want to introduce you to a gentleman named Paul who uh, I feel, well, his name may be Paul. You'll see as the clip goes on. Uh, Paul is 
responsible for what I would say the best I've ever seen of one of these uh, backseat squad car interviews. Uh, he, uh, we, well, he starts off hostile, but uh, you know, I, let's put it this way. I'd pay to see him open for John Hinckley Jr. You know, if he oh, was warming right. up the crowd doing 10 minutes of uh, stand up, sure. I'm there for it. Did you break into a house? Did you burglarize a house? Hell no. Bro, get away from the car, bro. I don't want to talk. Uh, I want to talk. We, we were talking before you, just talking to these officers. Yeah, but I don't want to talk to you, though. Did you break into a house? No. Okay, well, why are you in custody, though? I don't know. You don't know? You're, you have no idea why you've been arrested? No idea, sir. Why you got hair coming out your nose? <laughs> So there's a little more, but uh, there's the moment though. There's the breakthrough, you know, it he's was. like, he could have, he could have had that hard exterior the whole time, but then he's like, man, why are you got hair coming out of your nose? And this guy's probably like, oh yeah, I definitely well, yeah. Know. Guy with hair come out of his nose reacted. Well, he laughed at that and that yeah. broke it. Now these two are like pals for life. Yeah, this is basically uh, every Law & Order I've ever watched. You get the guy into the interrogation room, and eventually there's the moment where everything turns and he's going to tell you everything. Let's see if uh, Paul will uh, fess up to anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't breaking no house, though, man. You didn't break into any house. What channel did you see? Channel 2. Channel 2. Hey, man. Yeah, you you want to say come. anything to your mom or anything like that or anyone you know? My bad, mom. <laughs> If you look for this clip on YouTube, it's called My Bad Mom. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's let's let uh, Paul finish up because, um, you know, this uh, my understanding is this is the only uh, interview that he's ever conducted. So I want to okay. give him his time. I'll be home a couple days. Oh, all right. Then. Were you hurt when you were running away? From- I'm a bike. My neck. You tame me in the neck. What? I'm just bullshit. Oh. All right. Well, you have a good one there. What's your name? Paul. What? Paul. Paul. What's your last name, Paul? I don't know. Yeah, I gave you the first one. <laughs> well, good luck. To you. What's your last oh, name? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I gave g- you the first name. I gave you the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And, uh, you know, I-, I feel like most people in that situation, they're not going to talk to a reporter. But, uh, I, I give it up to Paul because uh, that was yeah. incredibly entertaining. And, and again, I love Paul now. <laughs> I do too. And Paul and that, that dude could have a podcast. I mean, fucking <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I've seen worse things like you and I, for example, I mean, be a Paul and that no, guy. No, no, podcast. no. I, I, I think we're at least as good as Paul and that reporter from channel two. I'm not going to say we're better bullshit. because there's okay. no way that those two were much entertaining than we have been in 20 weeks of doing this. Uh, I, I, I wish you weren't right. You know, I want to be able to tell you that uh, I want to be able to disprove you, but you know, who is a talented broadcaster, somebody that we haven't visited with in a long time. I want to remind people of our girl, Julie Baker, who's on the Fox affiliate out there in Colorado Springs. I like her. Uh, I like her. I, I, I know you do. And, uh, I, I want to start off with just a kind of a gentle reminder, uh, her co-anchor, uh, who's always, Always kind of having some fun at her expense. Uh, she makes a, re- a revelation that I don't think is going to surprise anyone. Are you a good dancer? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, I love to dance. Really? I'm terrible at it. I, I can believe that. It's like watching a... <laughs> you think I'm a bad dancer? Uh, he thinks he's funny. Well, I just, I could just, I could just see that he... What is it about me that says bad dancer? You seem very... I mean, everything, Julie. <laughs> we love you, but... You can just let it go, man. Can you do it one more time? 
Just let it go. You make me look like Frankenstein. Even Val's laughing. See, she knows. You think I'm a bad? You think I look like a bad dancer? We don't think we look like bad. We can just we can we just see. We know you're a bad no, dancer. No, we, we, we just I I can see that if you are. I, I can understand. There you go. Somebody puts okay. that fun music what in the what background. What do you think about us? You see these moves on the dance floor? Just go home. So. You're still on board the uh, the Julie oh, Baker train, right? I would Even though eat, she's a bad dancer, I would eat her ass after dancing. <laughs> what about Wall? Uh, because uh, I would like uh, I, I don't want to participate, but I would like to be on that dance floor just uh, to be able to watch it. Uh, yes, without a doubt, okay. she, she right. can do no wrong. I want you to have more more clips of her, just so I can I'm look st- at her. I'm so glad you want to have more clips of her because uh, our next clip showcases how. I think everybody loves her. Uh, one in Colorado Springs, but uh, also everybody she works with. Uh, you'll you'll see as this clip goes on. Even the weather girl tries to get on board. Shelter. I don't see a sign that says "Don't be drunk and pass out" on the Eiffel Tower posted anywhere. And if there's no sign, you can do it. Well, you, when you go and see uh, your girl there, I'll see Taylor Swift. Excuse the, me, the, don't the call break, her the, what's her face. The breakup queen. When you go to see her in Paris next year, now you know. That's too cool for Taylor Swift. Don't sure. have too much to drink on the Eiffel Tower. Don't tell me what to do, Craig. I'm just, I'm it's just, only a crime if you get caught. I'm offering advice. Or do have too much to drink. I'm going to see what happens. And then wake up in the Eiffel. I mean, I could think of worse places. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know. I like this girl uh, yeah. because I think yeah. she's got she's making some good points, whoever yeah, the girl yeah. on the far right But is. I want the redhead to whip around and say, shut up, bitch. No one's talking to you. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think that uh, the blonde is going to get a little too familiar in a moment. Do it. Do it. You know what? <laughs> I'll come back and be like, you guys remember that story from last August? <laughs> Julie, you don't even need to be drunk. You've got the, the drug voice down. I you just it. fake it. I'm <laughs> drunk. I just wanted to wake up in the Eiffel Tower. Well, now I have a southern accent. <laughs> what? what is that? I just... Did that sound anything like her? I mean, no, look, this is no, uh, this is our no. girl that this uh, weather girl thinks that uh, she can be smirched with a half-assed impression. Yeah, that was a horrible thing, and she knows it. And and I and I like the thought that this what's her name Julie is hammered. Yeah. I think she really is. I think they probably yeah. encourage her to get drunk. I mean, this is the early morning show uh, on the Fox affiliate, so she's probably you know in hair and makeup at like four a.m. I'm always assuming that Julie has not come home from the night before, you know, yes. that she yes. sleeps at like noon, you know, and I, I'm going to tease something. You're going to really like the video we have for her next week. Now, I wanted to kind of reset with Julie Baker. We hadn't seen her in a while. Uh, if if you're if your smitten meter is, is at 10, it's going to go off the charts when you see what uh, what's new with her. So oh, that's a little fantastic. tease for our Julie Baker fans out there. Julie and uh, Lucy Tightbox both uh, battling it out for number one in the Eric Zane uh, rankings. Well, uh, somebody who is uh, (laughs) battling it out uh, in a completely different arena is, oh, go ahead. Wait, before I have a clunky transition, Mongo right now. (laughs) Unleash the sweater puppies, Julie. You pig. Here I am. Yeah, you pig. I'll eat her asshole. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but leave her covered up. She's a lady because a lady will let me eat her ass. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let, it's uh, been a little while since we went over to the talk show world. So uh, let's uh, see what's going on over there. I said, can you dig it? I think so.
Now, when this video caught my eye, it did kind of remind me, Eric, as to, you know, maybe why we haven't uh, gone over to the talk show world. And in a minute, it's definitely been a minute. You know, we've had so much fun. And uh, this clip of Stephen Colbert really jumped up. Uh, I did my best to uh, minimize the pain that uh, anyone might feel. But uh, I just grabbed a screenshot for what this bit is called. So the idea is that Steven is old and he's out of touch with the younger people on his staff. So the joke is him saying this really long phrase, which our visual audience can see on the screen. So yes, this bit is called, that's yeet dabbing on fleek fam. And if I had to guess, a bunch of his equally as old writers came up with that. And the actual younger writers, one of whom we'll see in this bit, was like, you know, no one talks like that. That sounds really stupid. And uh, they're like, yes, that's the point. He's out of touch. Right. And, you know, you think back to not that long ago, everybody loved this guy. You know, the the one-two punch of uh, Jon Stewart on The Daily Show and him on The Colbert Report. And now it's just like. I think I feel bad for him. You know, I mean, we we were unimpressed when Stephen Colbert came back from the writer strike and we featured yep. him on the show. Yep. You know, well, so, yeah, anytime, anytime you have a bit like this, it's this to me always screams like something that was interesting and fun when we didn't have a million options on our phone for yeah. something interesting and fun. And it just <laughs> it comes off as when, so difficult to make diminished returns, juice yeah. not worth the squeeze. Difficult it's, to watch. It, you know, people talk about like, oh, the old days when there were four or five channels. But let's remember the old days of cable where you had 36 channels, you know, yeah. I mean, that and that was it. That was that was what you were wired for. And uh, even in those days, uh, you could really get away with a lot. I think bits like this worked with Letterman because he never hit his contempt for how much he hated the bits like this. And then eventually, I guess, bits like this didn't end up on his show. Uh, and, you know, Leno just wanted to be everybody's friend. But. Uh, Colbert, I think, uh, tries to have fun with this uh, younger writer from his staff who, uh, I'll let you know, gives off some Anne Hathaway vibes. So I don't know how you feel about that. Could be a good thing or a bad thing. But uh, you let me know what you think when he calls upon a younger member of his writing staff to explain some of the girl trends that are out there because uh there's about three minutes before this where they're talking about girl trends uh that was a story in the new york post but uh, i wanted to cut right to uh this uh younger writer whose name i didn't write down but let's be honest she's the one that looks like ann hathaway uh first of all hi eliana hey steve girl eliana Help me out here. I like to keep up. with. So is it off to a good start for you, Eric? The fact that she called him Steve girl when she comes on to talk about uh, girl trends. It's already think, annoying. You... It's already yeah. annoying. And we all uh, know that all women should only be seen and not heard at any one point in any medium. <laughs> well, look, I, I, you know, I don't know if I can agree with that, but there's a reason that they were, you know, they were the ring girls and just held up a card. Yeah, and got yeah. Ring, don't you know? talk. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Think about the Rockettes for a moment. You know, what do yeah. they do? Do they, do they sing? Do they act? Do they stay tell jokes? Your, yeah. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Well, God she's going to try and help Steven get into her lane. And I can't believe we're only eight seconds in. 
with okay. the trends. You know me. I do. But these girl trends don't seem like real trends. They they feel like one person describing stuff they do and then just saying that's a trend. Okay, skeptical girl. Don't, don't, don't do that. These... So is it funny or each time she talks to him in that way and calls him a different kind of girl or does it get more annoying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to no. take your temperature yeah. on clips oh, like this, Eric. It's, it's I want horrible. to make sure it's if horrible. you really hate it, I just make sure to get something like this every week. I hate it. And now my hate is expanded because I hate you for even <laughs> for bringing it up. Jesus. What, well, if I told you that it's going to get better, what would your reaction be? I would be shocked. Yeah, you would know that I'm lying to you. Yes. Trends are totally real, Steve. For example, right now, I'm all in on a hot new carefree persona, and this is real, called Rat Girl. Okay, what's a rat girl? I'm so glad you asked because I'm a tell girl. Like one self-described rat girl put it, I chugged a friend's liquor as well as five beers. I vomited a little bit. My friend had to drag me into his bed. I am a rat. Now, that to me sounds like Julie Baker, what she's describing as a rat girl. So I don't see a problem. I don't think it's really a real thing, by the way. Um, Whether it is or it isn't, we don't know. Um, I mean, I would assume it is since it's like lifted from an article. It's just no one gives a shit. No one knows what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, but there's uh, there's also uh, the simple fact that people do like to lie to reporters, <laughs> you <God>. know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. There's this there's this famous New York Times article that uh, it, you know had all the slang of grunge because they called somebody that worked at Sub Pop Records in like 1992, and they just made up a bunch of bullshit words, and the New York Times printed them. So you know, <laughs> there's precedence for right. maybe not everything. Uh, so. Would you like to visit with the rat girl a little bit longer or would you like to move on? This is up well, to you. Eric. I, you know, I'm letting I just, you, I'm, this I'm is just use your own adventure here because everything we've seen so far is not really funny. Like the only people who have laughed have been in the people in the studio who are told yeah. to actually laugh. Yeah. And I'm trying to see if there's anything that could even pass okay. as a joke, you know, well, let's, let's give her one more. Let's give her, you know, let's, let's be the judicious Caesar before we give her the thumbs down. Let's give her one more chance to prove herself. Please tell me there's such a thing as a rehab girl. Because what you're joke. describing is not a trend. It's, it's just bad. one person having a bad night. Well, you know what they say, Steve. One person's bad night is another person's trend. No one says that. I just did, Steve, and I'm a trend girl. Wait, okay. I thought you. All right, that's it. Uh, By the way, yellow, I did. Uh, I did. Red. I did have in my notes uh, one ten. Eric's breaking point. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, anybody who wants to watch more of the uh, trend, girl, I, look. I hope that uh, that we get a chance because I will tell you, I am going to search for this bit where he tries to get in touch with the uh, the younger writers on his staff. Because I don't remember uh, him being this retarded on the Colbert Report. <laughs> No, I it was a cable I, budget. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was, you know, the uh, the the guys out in the field doing, yeah. you know, talking to idiots at the whatever convention. That was always yeah. fucking great. No, um, but he he's got uh, he's got he's getting a lot more money. He's got a much bigger budget. He's probably got twice as many writers, and the quality is like a quarter as good. I think that's the recipe for for how they put together these shows. That is, that's horrible. You know, I, I sometimes just an interview is is. Uh, is is better to watch get something out of than that jesus
Yeah, no, I mean, I liked when, you know, when when Letterman would like talk to the guy at the deli, Rupert G, like that right. would probably be better than like, let's write a bit. Just like see what's going on in the deli, you know? Yep, yep, yep. And and I'm sure Rupert's still around the corner and he would love people to come into his deli. You know, he's still waiting for Colbert to come on over, you know, so uh, something something to think about. Well, I know what's going to clean the palate right now. Uh, some good old fashioned USDA approved American politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl Sigmund. So what do you think I should do now? Do you think I should pretend that I didn't accidentally hit the wrong one after I hit the right one and uh, pretend that we'll fix it in post, but it'll really just stay like yeah, this? Yeah, no, so. yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, just you don't even need to say it. Just say, hey, that was a big fuck up. And then pick yeah. which one you want to do, pod, uh, politics should, or newscasters. Should I isolate this clip and play it on our show next week? Uh, no, that, that everybody, be fair? no, they'll forget. Everybody's going to yeah. forget. It's a fart in the wind. Well, the you wind. know. You know what's going to clean the palate from uh, that fuck up is some good old fashioned USDA approved American politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl segment, making it great with who are these politics? You know, you can uh, say a lot of things about uh, Donald Trump, but one of the things that uh, he spent a lot of time focused on was uh, was fake news. And fake news in and of itself as a catch-all became something of, you know, it's like a punchline in and of itself. Like, oh, fake news. But, I mean, just because you turn the spotlight on something doesn't mean that it's automatically funny. I mean, it it's it's true, you know? I mean, there's a reason why we talk about it and you can talk, you can pick your media outlet and you can say which one they're making up the fake news about. But uh, I saw some actual fake news. And uh, as it relates to uh, the former president, Donald Trump, I, you see this uh, Newsweek headline there, Eric. Why don't you read it for the people at home? Donald Trump greeted by loud boos at South Carolina football game from November 25th. And we have been very upfront on this show about how when something bad is happening to a politician, uh, I don't care what party they're in. If it's a funny clip, I want to play it. So you better believe I looked for clips of Donald Trump getting booed by fans at a South Carolina football game. Because okay. to me, if that's true, wow, that's uh, that's really saying something. And uh, I don't want to spend too much time on the soapbox, but I think it does prove the point uh, for media and the reason why I couldn't find TV stories talking about this because if they did play a clip, it would have sounded more like this. Really loud. There he is. And I'll if admit, anything, if anything, it's just a buzz. It's not yeah, really, yeah, it's but, not, it's, it's not either. It's not an up, it's not an ovation yeah. and it's not, and it's not booing for sure. No, 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 it, it's not. There are, there are boos, so they're they're trying to say, well, we're not lying. There are people booing, but it's not a chorus of boos, which yeah. I, I love that sound, you know, and uh, and we didn't get it. And 
you know, I did look for a few versions of this clip because the one I'm playing is from Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, Twitter account. So I thought that, all right, well, you know what? Maybe this one's not on the up and up. But then it's the same clip everywhere when you look for yeah. it. So uh, they were very happy. Uh, there was a there was a, a a post of a of a link that said like oh even uh, University of Southern Carolina's band was booing him. There's one guy with his thumb down. <laughs> so, so it's like again we're not lying, but it's also not really the truth. So I know that uh, there aren't really jokes here. And that's no. what we should be presenting on the show. But uh, it was so glaring, and I'm so disappointed that there wasn't a stadium booing. You know, if you can find me a stadium booing well, Joe Biden, Donald I, Trump, I don't I care. Think, uh, I, I'd love to see it. I think, to be fair, we should point out that there probably was one of the Carolina fans holding up a uh, uh, a black guy in effigy hanging. So that's that might have been what they were cheering for in the first place. So we can't yeah. really tell. Sorry. Terrible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's uh you you never know what they were booing, I guess is what you were saying, you know. It's uh it's a, it, <laughs> it's a very diverse crowd. Well, uh I've uh I've I've got a little bit more of a fun clip. I believe this one's from C-SPAN where you know all the good clips come from. And uh this is uh Jerome Powell who has uh the perfect solution when uh the, some a group of protesters try to uh mess up the hearing that he's presiding over. Of course. Jerome Powell, by refusing to treat climate yeah. change like this is okay. Thank you. You are putting us. Thank you very much. Keep listening. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Just close the fucking door. <laughs> uh, it's that simple. Just close the fucking door. <laughs> I mean, how many times have we seen stuff, you know, broken up by angry protesters? Yeah, yeah, just, oh. just close the fucking door. <laughs> God, I like how they cut to the graphic. It looks, yeah, like, uh, it looks like something out of The Simpsons, man. Yeah, I mean, it's not their first rodeo. You know, they're like, oh, boy, what's going to happen? Oh. You know, is, uh, is the naked guy from Disneyland going to show up <laughs> and try and walk around? Uh, my, my next clip is one that uh, I think people would make the point by watching it that uh, there are more important things to complain about. But uh, Congressman John Rose from Tennessee uh, feels as though this is the most important thing to address about the uh, Interior Department and EPA spending, which, boy, that sounds like a sexy clip when you say it out loud. But uh, I'm on his side because uh, I think this is important. Let me know what you think, Eric Zane. Mr. Chair, we have to ask, why is the Department of Interior rushing to ban plastic straws in national parks when mm -hmm. it is far from clear whether or not there is any environmental benefit to switching to paper straws? Additionally, paper straws are absolutely despised by many Americans because they start to become soggy yep. almost <laughs> immediately when you put them into a drink. I think probably, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Speaker, uh, most uh, Americans have experienced exactly that. So, Mr. so my point is, <laughs> instead of complaining, Eric, about like, oh, my God, in Washington, the stuff that they worry about, the stuff that they're not getting done, let's just focus on the stuff we can fix. Yeah, you know what? Can we not have paper straws <laughs> in, the, in the national parks? Of yeah, I mean, I guess things. we can. Oh, God. You but know... <laughs> Who the fuck comes up with it? Who actually comes up with who the actually to 
to propose this, to have yeah. the nerve to write oh. it down and put I mean, it through a committee. We just saw him. His name's John Rose. So oh, Jesus. But uh, what I would like to see are the original notes for his speech where, you know, one of his uh, his aides uh, circled the word damp and we're like, no, no, say soggy because we don't want we you know we want to actually help people visualize right. a yeah. soggy straw and uh, uh i don't know i i feel like the chats on my side and paper straws suck no, but maybe you don't rather, maybe you don't have them in michigan maybe that's you know, the issue i i i i'm with you you know i i think it's fucking ridiculous that we would even have this discussion i don't give a shit what the hell the, the plastic straw does i i need to drink now <laughs> yeah I've uh, I've heard uh, comedian Jim Norton talk about this a few times, and they say that uh, the plastic straws uh, end up, you know, in the in the noses of turtles. And and he's uh, said, uh, "Fuck the turtles," and I'm like, "Yes, exactly." Uh, what, what do I care about turtles? You know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I look. I've been sitting on that clip for a while, and I love it so much that I didn't care. Uh, oh, <laughs> what does Chad's missing upper lip have to say? Eric? I don't know. I'm not I'm not firing on all cylinders today apparently. Hot take on straws, Eric. No, but <laughs> look, I, I if anybody's going to agree with uh, me, it's Chad's missing upper lip. Fuck the turtles, you know? I'm borrowing that platform from Jim Norton. So, uh Eric, are you aware of who ended up the the contest for speaker of the house? Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh Yes, is it uh someone with from Louisiana named something Anderson? Uh, Mike Johnson. I, I'm going to give okay. you partial credit because okay. you know what city was from. Yeah. <laughs> so this clip, uh, when he first uh, ascended to the throne of Speaker, this was a, a clip that uh, some of you may have heard, but I have really wanted to take some time with this on this show. He's this is uh, before he's Speaker. He's talking about at, this is at a faith-based convention, which is important. He's talking about a product that. I don't know if he was an investor in. It sounds like he was. He definitely supports it. I believe at one point he says he's not involved in the product, which convinces me, of course, regardless of whether there's a D or an R next to the name. Somebody's like, I'm not making any money off of this. I'm like, all right, so he's he's making some money off of this. Okay. But uh, I want you to to give a solid listen to how this product really helps Mike Johnson and his son keep tabs on each other's internet usage. It's real, real simply is it has an algorithm and software. I'm, it's way above my head how it works, but um, it, it scans. You, you obviously opt into it, but it scans every all the activity on your phone or your devices, your laptop, tablet, what have you. We do all of it. And then it sends a report to your accountability partner. So my account, accountability partner right now is Jack, my son, right? And so he's 17. So he and I get a report of all the things that are on our phones or all of our devices once a week. If anything objectionable comes up, your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. I'm proud to tell you, my son is he's got a clean slate. All right. Yeah. But, uh. but we get we get a report and it says, hey, no, no uh, activity of concern. And it's really, really sensitive. It'll pick up almost anything. It looks for keywords, search terms and also images. And mm -hmm. it will send your accountability partner a blurred uh, picture of the image. So what do you think is more horrifying, being a 17-year-old boy and uh, knowing that your dad is keeping tabs on what you look at on the internet, or being a 17-year-old boy and getting an update for what your dad, who's, you know, his 40s or 50s, whatever, right. uh, what you're, you know, I can't figure out which one's worse. They're both terrible. They're, this is such an awful product. That's terrible. And then the idea that this is a good thing is, is so obscene and so terrible. Yeah. I was at this point with my kids. 
because especially my son, where, you know, there came a time when you like, should I be policing? And then I said, fuck that shit. I mean, fucking A, I'm going to ruin it for him, first of all. Second of all, I don't want to know. I would rather yeah. just roll the dice that he's not going to become a serial killer and then the option of me finding out that he's pounding his pud to, like, a couple <laughs> chicks from Brazil blowing a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's like you you want to, you know, it's definitely don't ask, don't tell, and he should know not to bring up. Hey, Dad, have you ever seen Two Girls, One Cup? You know, because then it's like, oh, then I, now I have to have that conversation with you about, right. about how right. it's you know, probably not real shit, you know, and I don't want to have that conversation. My son's only eight, so I've got all this ahead of me, you know, and and I, I think about that. And uh, I I would like to I agree with you, Eric. I would err on the side of eh, he'll figure it out. And, you know, access to porn now, it's so much safer than when we were kids. Like, I'm, you know, finding, a, you know, a, a, a damp or soggy copy of Hustler in the woods that oh. you you don't really know. You hope it just got rained on. And yeah. I, I got to bring this home, you know? Fucking hey, yeah, I was always like, yeah, you know what? I'll just let him figure it out. He, I, I was okay. I figured it out. He's going to figure it out. This is disgusting. Well, uh, let's uh, let's see what kind of reports uh, the the speaker gets on his son. And so, on occasion, I get one. I was just looking at the one from this week. I got on on Jack, and it said, "This this is the only one that may be questionable." And it's this blurred image of two two women talking in a live screen thing. And I zoom in, and I have to unblur it, and it's and it's two middle aged teachers. And of course, they're pissing on each other. And because <laughs> it's golden showers and not a brown shower, he's like, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Oh, that's God. that's just the way the Lord intended it. This guy. Wow. That is, you know, I just don't want to live in that world. Who the fuck would? That is that is ridiculous. Son it is. Bitch. But uh, it's very funny to think about the idea of, uh, you know, it's it's almost like. I feel like if my dad were keeping tabs, I'm probably going to watch like three times as much porn. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did you ever find like a porno that your parents had? Like, yes. Okay. So it's one thing to find it in the woods, but you're actually yeah. finding a my, tape. No. So, okay. So it wasn't, you know, a photo of my, it wasn't a video of my parents. It wasn't, right. even, it was, it was magazines. And for some reason <laughs> my dad had in his sock drawer, it was an audio cassette. It wasn't, you know, it was like professionally produced. It was like audio porn. And I I I like copied it on on my tape deck because I thought it would be funny to put between songs when I made them for my friends. You know, it was like it was it was like things like, you know, quit playing oh, with shit. the head and suck the cock, you cock sucking bitch. It was really badly written. I'm not gonna lie. So it made it that much funnier. And honestly, I hadn't thought about it in like 30 plus years until you just asked me. Jesus Christ. I found an actual movie, not that my dad was in, but that yeah. he watched and I found it. And then years oh, no. later, I mentioned it on the radio. It's like 30 years later, I mentioned oh, it and no. he found out that I talked about it and holy fuck, he kicked my ass. He was so pissed <laughs> off. I think actually he was on the phone with me because I had him on the air for something stupid. And yeah. then I, I mentioned that and man, he was so embarrassed. And I think I thought he was going to disown me. Was Can it by any chance was the video Mr. Hands or was it something different? <laughs> That's the one with the horse, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, it is the one with the horse. <laughs> oh, no. 
That's right. I don't want to know that much about your dad. All uh, right. I, this uh, this was a late addition uh, to the show. Uh, it's It's been a while since we checked in with Peter Ducey. And whenever we play these clips, uh, it, it's, it's always worth reminding that the interaction between that one reporter in the White House briefing, briefing room and that one press secretary, I didn't care about the politics between these people. The funniest part is the questions that Peter Ducey always asks. But watching uh, Catherine Jean-Pierre, I believe her first name's Catherine, watching her respond. Uh, it's, it's why people go to NASCAR because they hope there's going to be a crash. It's okay. why, you know, you, you watch the, you know, uh, people wa- walking on the tightrope, you want somebody to fall off the tightrope. And that's why I like to watch clips of Peter Ducey asking these questions. And I, I mentioned it every time when Jake Tapper used to ask questions of president Obama, whoever the, the democratic press secretary was, it was also just as funny. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really matter who the politics are. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Trump, was able to kind of shrug off anything. So the clips weren't as fun, but uh, this is a lady who I think uh, can't wait for the, uh, the holiday break to start. On lowering prices, you said earlier that the actions the president has taken have worked. So is it your sense that when people were home for Thanksgiving, catching up with their family members, they were saying to each other, can you believe how much more affordable things have gotten? So before we get to her answer, I mean, the the mastery of how he asked the questions, Peter Ducey with the straight face. I mean, our visual audience can see there is that little bit of a smirk on the side yeah. of his mouth and it's in his eyes. He's like, oh, I know. I know the answer to this question. I'm just going to make you tap dance uh, while we uh, while we try and get it. And, uh, you know, it, it goes on for a minute and a half. I'm just going to play a little of it. OK, so honestly, I wouldn't uh, I, I hear <laughs> the question, but I want to, you think she more than anything just wants to get a cigarette right now. Yeah. So she yep. can just take a drag and be like, that's all she wants all to right. do. Smoke. Tell it, tell all this right. guy to shut the fuck up, leave, yeah. quit. Yeah. All right, Pete, let's, let's see what uh, the answer is. You know, it's like, I I'm, I'm here to endorse the policies of this guy who, uh, you know, probably not that much of a fan of what, make what, sure this is very Go ahead, Sorry. What exactly was his question though? His question is to her point that uh, the economy is improving, and uh, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll 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 jump right to it. He asked Why again. Why do you think it is that when you say the economy is improving, and President Biden says the economy is improving, that a majority of Americans outside of this building are not buying it? So here's okay. the thing: when we walked into this administration. The economy was on a tailspin. A tailspin. That is the fact. Because of the last administration, because of the Trump administration. Okay. So she answers for about a minute there, and then yeah. Disney almost three is years gonna... in office. Inflation is up over seventeen percent since President Biden came here. Inflation, inflation is moderating because of the actions that this person, this president has taken. So he's like, all right, so you've been president for three years, so it's still Trump's fault. And, you know, again, you get a you get a a feel for the flavor of her answers. It's all a lot of like, oh, oh, fuck, come on. Yeah. Let me get to the end here. (laughs) Uh, Well, Square, uh, you know. We forgot to mention that uh, if if Eric thinks one of your chats, your non-super chats is funny, it will go up on the screen. It's so, Square uh, Road. Definitely sporting a massive bush is whatever, whatever her name is. 
something yeah. Jason Pierre. Pierre. K- KJP, they call her <laughs> on on Twitter. Uh, and I mean, I I could watch those all day. I know her answers are long and very boring, but just right. the the way that he's like, uh huh. So uh, you've been here for three years, and so it's still Trump's fault. Hmm. And, and, you know, she's going to give the, I feel like they do this dance all the time though. It's basically a lot of like, why is this thing that you say better, not better? I don't know. Trump, right? That's the answer. No, it's not Trump. Oh, fuck. All right. Who else? So anyway, uh, we, uh, we are going to dive into the worlds of sports broadcasting right now with uh, some international flair. Home of the hourly triple play. And uh, this was a clip that uh, I actually found on the Twitter of our buddy Hackride, who I'm going to let you know right now. Sorry to disappoint, Eric. Uh, Hackride was uh, unavailable to uh, produce a video for oh, us this week. But shit. we are making plans to have him join us live uh, oh, on the great. show in the near future. Because oh, you've, you've still never met him. You've uh, only commented on his, uh, his work. Yes, yes. Yeah. We had a couple exchanges on Twitter. Yeah, you guys you guys are definitely getting along really well, I think. Oh, it's so. wonderful. It's it's yeah. because he's so funny. <laughs> Look, I I I see I hear no lies there. <laughs> I I'm a I'm a big hack ride fan and uh this was on his Twitter, so I want to make sure that he gets the credit for the fact that uh, I saw this. And this is a Colombian soccer game, and it is one of those moments where you realize that sometimes stereotypes exist for a reason. So remember, this is a Colombian soccer game, and uh, this lady is uh, dipping right into the booger sugar right there on on camera. And uh, I believe that there is a a cocaine concession in the stadium. I'm pretty sure that she just went right there, you know. Shit. It's like she's popping a mint. Yeah, it's so casual. I guess. Well, what the hell? You know, when in Rome. I mean, yeah, <laughs> when in Rome, when when in when in, when in uh, Bogota. Wait, I don't know if the fucking Medellin. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Medellin. There you go. See, together we were able to come up with a good punchline. Um, and again, because there's so much criticism from our international audience about the number of American sports clips that we play. Right. Uh, I went to this one from uh, the the Reverend Sheetstain, who I believe is currently Robo Shitstain Mark Nine Thousand, and I appreciate it. I'm going to tell you that uh, I feel like we could probably watch this for the rest of the show, but uh, for the sake of our audio audience, uh, we'll do our best to describe it. This is a it as the uh, Fat Bottom Girl League. Wow, fat girl soccer. <laughs> Did you notice my favorite part? And I, I, the Reverend Sheetstain posted over two minutes of this. Uh, just watch the this this girl try to kick, and she misses. Oh God damn! Can you um, imagine how how uh, how how the recruiting of this was like fat bitches only? I mean, you yeah. they actually have to say you have to be a fat chick to be in our league. And what's that one doing there? She's not that fat. She's probably the referee, if I had to oh, guess. Yeah, you know, probably. One, oh, one no, in, the, in the pale blue shirt. And oh. then, look, this one always misses. 
Uh, it's wow. uh, it's too bad the the great Patrice O'Neill is no longer with us because uh, wow. I think we uh, found a found a great activity that he would have excelled at. Oh, and, uh, the girl does the splits. You did yeah. the splits. Jesus fuck, was that on purpose? Uh, I I'm gonna have to say no. When you're oh. that size, it's never on purpose. There, when you do there's the no way she has an intact ligament. No. So when people complain about uh, all of our American clips, just know that that's what's out there. I want to thank both Hackride and uh, Reverend Shitstain for uh, providing us with such great content. And uh, Eric, I'm going to go ahead and send you the full two and a half minute video of the Fat Bottom thank Girls. You. Thank you for that. God, that, yeah. is, that yeah. is wonderful. Where, where did you say that was out of again? Or didn't you? I actually don't know. I I just uh, I it was just basically left in a, in our dead drop box by Reverend Shitstain. No questions okay. are ever asked, and uh, we always uh, happily accept them. But uh, all right, there was no uh, uh, identifying information there. So we are going to go to American sports now, and uh, one of the biggest names, huge superstar. I don't think we've ever had a clip from LeBron James on this show before, and. Uh, I don't care what you think about LeBron James. When he gets to say the word shit twice on TNT, I'm going to pull the clip and I'm going to happily play the clip. Uh, he's talking about the criticism of his teammate, Anthony Davis. There was also a lot of criticism of Anthony Davis in that second half on Tuesday night. What can you say about his performance tonight in game two to get your first win? We don't give a shit about criticism about AD. We don't care. <laughs> Nothing bothers us. Nothing. We don't. AD what an care. asshole! I don't know if guys have figured that out. AD does not care. He, he's not on social media, so he doesn't see none of the crap. He rarely talks unless it's us. So we don't. We don't give a shit about it. And he definitely doesn't. He's going to do his job. So the what one time he thinks to say crap, but the other times he's like, yeah, we don't give a shit. Yeah, and look at that and that ridiculous beard. What the fuck? You're talking about LeBron or yes, uh, LeBron. The there's a the rest- lot of uh, there's a lot of facial hair on this I mean, team. The other guys, it leaks. It looks okay. He looks like a, a fucking. I don't know what that is. That's that's yeah. just horrible. It's uh, it, it, yeah. It's uh, it, it's basically he's uh, trying to be the roadie for Mumford and Sons. I think is what <laughs> he's going for with that with that beard. Uh, that clip came from a national broadcast on uh, TNT. And so from the same broadcast, they uh, decided to uh, call out. Oh, we've got a super chat, though. So before no, I we got don't. In- we don't. It's just Chad saying Ninja Amish, which takes us back a few weeks. If you know that reference, thank if, you. If you know that reference, you know where we're going. <laughs> and what's uh, oh. what's the uh, clip we've got? The quote. Oh, we've got I'm sorry. Oh, I, I didn't mean to hit that one. But this is goddamn Amish, says DeWired Christian. <laughs> OK, well done. Uh, so the uh, the TNT broadcast booth uh, seems that uh, they really zero in on a fan here in Los Angeles, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see anything out of the ordinary for the way he's dressed. This is how most of us dress in LA when we go out to anything, let alone sit courtside at a Laker game. What? Hey, this is Hollywood, man. This is Hollywood. Oh. So he's got like a Darth Vader helmet on. Yeah. And like a superhero jumpsuit, but let's make sure we pan down. 
And uh, he's got multiple belts. Tonight. One of them is like a ski <laughs> belt for the seven Chevy. <laughs> and he's got uh, the Back to the Future shoes that Marty McFly has that uh, yeah, lace themselves up. Kind of like a uh, uh, unsullied Game of Thrones look, but still <laughs> modern. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Uh, we're going to stick with the NBA for a clip that uh, our buddy Eric Zane uh, presented us with. Uh, Greg Popovich uh, d- took the mic to uh, chastise Spurs fans. Let's take a look at that. Excuse me for a second. Pops on Can the we mic. stop all the boo and let these guys play? It's not, it's not who we are. Knock off the boo. Oh, fuck you. I'm telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard. But that's not San Antonio. The best part, of course, a, is that the fans immediately yeah, boo yes, louder. They immediately start booing. Yeah. Yes. And this guy has always has always uh, ground my gears over the yeah. years. That's right. And, Grind my he's grinding my gears, guys. He has and, always annoyed the shit out of me. And I don't know for our visual audience who that is at the the table. I don't know which broadcast team that is. I don't know if it's you know radio for the visiting team, whatever. But this guy's just looking at him, and he's like, "Oh, come on, fuck you." People come to sporting exactly. events, they should be allowed to boo, you know. Besides, the Spurs suck dick. Of course, they're going to boo about something. You've only won three games this year, you old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, another great basketball clip. I didn't know you were such a hoops fan, Eric. Uh, you find all the great uh, NBA clips. Uh, so uh, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, LaMelo Ball has asked a question, and uh, let's let's see if uh, we can keep the trend of uh, NBAers with potty mouths uh, alive and see how many he manages to squeeze in here in his response the three days off thanksgiving tomorrow what's your favorite thanksgiving dish i mean i got the chicken the turkey ham shit what else i'm fucking with <laughs> mm, nah, about it some other shit. Happy oh, thanksgiving. Okay. yeah the dessert yeah yeah yeah. Okay. my girl be making that be smacking for sure okay have a good Jesus. thanksgiving thanks so much Look. she, she couldn't get the mic away from him fast yeah, enough yeah yeah and she did the follow-up question and he said it all so fast and he's whiter yeah. than jason kidd but still not <laughs> Wait, Oh, oh, sorry. I, I should find myself ten dollars there. I just did a stutch job. I laughed by repeating what you said. That's that's my fault. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's just he he was great at it though. I mean, he really it's something. So she's thinking it's a nice uh, a nice light line of questioning, yeah. and he starts fucking doing that. It's fantastic. Yeah. He's like, uh, my favorite part is when he says, uh, "What else am I fucking with?" I mean, I got the chicken, the turkey, ham. Shit, what else I'm fucking with? Shit, what else am I fucking with? That that, that was like the guys from Airplane who speak jive. She, what else I'm fucking with? (laughs) And leave it to Beaver's mom comes in. Excuse me, stewardess, I speak jive. Barbara Billingsley would be able to talk to LaMelo Ball right now. She, what else am I fucking with? I've never heard someone talking about their food as something else they're fucking with. You know? Yeah. No, no. I'm yeah, I don't I don't know what they do in Charlotte, but usually I just eat my food. I, I don't oh. know. It's, it's crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff. I well, love this guy. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely uh he's definitely gonna be a, a new search term that I look for when I'm putting together uh okay. clips for who are these sports broadcasters. So the topic of Thanksgiving was uh was just all throughout the sports world. And uh, I love this reaction from uh, FS1's Nick Wright, who was on Mina Kimes' show. And uh, I I love the honesty in this answer. And uh, I, I think she plays along reasonably well, but I don't think she was expecting this. 
Do you have any hot takes about Thanksgiving food? It would be a rude answer, but since you have asked it, I will give it. My hottest <laughs> take about Thanksgiving foods is um, it is the worst thing we in sports media do, which is part of our Thanksgiving shows is like, hey, wait, are you a stuffing or dressing? Pumpkin or sweet potato? Uh, I mean, like, are you more of the sides? Or you know, you know what is an overrated meat? Turkey. Nobody wants turkey. I think it, I think it is the most cliche, terrible content imaginable. So I won't engage in it, Mina Kimes. Wow, your your hottest take is that my question sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I was just trying to probably trying to wrap out up the show there with just a. Uh, kind of a kind of a light nothing of an answer and uh, he's just like uh yeah we got to do this and i'm just gonna assume you know she asked him the same question last year you know that is uh awesome and we've got more than one comment that say that that dude reminds uh them of me i guess oh so uh this guy uh let's see uh nick i don't have nick's name oh no there it is nick wright sorry nick wright is uh the guy. So they're saying Nick Wright reminds you, or are they I, saying I, that uh, the basketball player reminds them of you? I think they're saying that whoever this guy is is yeah. like a homeless version of me. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, he's he's definitely a party in the back, you know. I mean, he's yes, uh, he's definitely ready to roll. <laughs> to his credit, I love what he says because how often have we heard that and thought, well, why, why are they talking about this? You know? Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, literally, I I was so excited when you sent me a clip where someone asked an NBA player the exact same question. Right. Yes. You know, and uh, it gave me the opportunity to do that. And then uh, over the course of this weekend, for some reason, you see Mina Kimes there. She's on uh, FS1, and uh, I think you can see her in some other places. But I I love when people do stuff like this. Uh, a a Twitter user who will be able to identify in a moment. You'll see uh, he is uh, is the person to thank for digging up a clip of Mina Kimes from about 15 years ago, appearing on CNBC with some really exciting railroad talk. Well, it sort of starts in the 1970s. Um, at Same the time, there were you know, dozens of large railroads, but the industry was in basically in disarray. Um, there was about one third of the industry was either in bankruptcy or close to it. Um, you know, the infamous bankruptcy of Penn Central, the biggest corporate bankruptcy ever. And she's doing the thing that I think a lot of, you know, younger commentators do. They've just read about something right. uh, that in preparing. And I'm sure she did plenty of work to prepare for this appearance. Yeah. But she's like, you know, that really big thing that everybody knows yes. about who yes. follows the railroad industry. No one. I mean, she's making it seem like it's common knowledge. Like uh, we should know that. Like we know about nine uh, eleven. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, you know, you can you can decide which uh, is a bigger tragedy, uh, that or uh, her eyebrows. Now, in Mina Kimes' defense, this guy Todd in the shadows is the one who posted it, uh, and and Todd posted this clip and said, uh, you know, she does good work, but this old clip of her on C-SPAN talking about railroad monopolies is a little like seeing the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia doing Shakespeare. <laughs> And she responded directly to the guy. So uh, I, I wanted to uh, take a moment to give her credit for that. She says, hair and makeup saw my The Cure pin and said, I got you. 
she's uh, yes, she's definitely had what the, I believe the ladies call a makeover since then. But uh, the fact that uh, I had an excuse to play an old clip of someone uh, looking ridiculous, uh, it just warmed my heart. This uh, oh sure. Season. You know, uh, John weighs in with she's been in a train, I bet. <laughs> John, I, I, I don't even know what you mean. You mean a locomotive, a subway train? Not quite uh, not quite sure what John's talking about. Do you, you have any insight on that, Eric? Uh, no, no. I don't I, know if I can I, follow that one. Just know. it was I hit it by accident. It didn't even make me laugh. <laughs> oh, well, you know, the new thing is uh, I don't I let me put my glasses on and I'll see if. Oh, no. Who put that in the chat? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, did you watch any of the uh, the Thanksgiving football games, Eric, or were yes, you uh, just busy eating like I was? All right, I, I, saw, I watched I saw two little. games. I watched. Yeah. I saw two Dallas and Detroit. Yeah. Well, so you, so uh, yeah. So the, of course you watched the the Lions game. Uh, sorry for the wait. Was that that was the one with uh, with the Dolly Parton halftime, right? No, Dolly was with Dallas. Oh, okay. It was with Dallas. All right. My, my apologies. So you didn't even have, you didn't even get to look at 77 year old perky tits. I'm sorry that you didn't even get that enjoyment. Uh, Uh, I did see that. I loved it. I thought she was great. I so would have sex with her. Uh, yeah. I mean, just for the stories, right? I mean, and honestly, it's probably not good. I, I, I've definitely, uh, let's just say I've done worse. Not older, but worse. Uh, so uh, this is after that, and uh, it's Tony Romo on the uh, on the right. Jim Nance is ready to get back into game talk. Tony's not ready. Field is all set after the Dolly performance. We are the champions, and she was wearing the Cowboys cheerleading outfit. Yeah. You saw that coming, didn't I, you? You I, said, I, I think she's going to go with a little cheerleading outfit tonight. And I was like, wow, it's pretty good. What do you think we're going to see? I mean, she looks amazing, right? You you never know what's going to happen here. Who doesn't like Dolly Parton? No, she's absolutely an American (laughs) treasure. Yeah, I mean, Eric Zane just said he fuck her at 77 years old. So, yeah. Yeah, But uh, the moment that I like the most is when Nance is like, so what do you think is going to happen? And did you see what she had on? It's like, (laughs) yeah. The whole thing was was really awkward. It was very awkward. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh I don't know. Tony's probably going through something. If I, if I had to, if I had to guess and and start a completely unfounded uh, a, a rumor, uh, this next one's a very cl- a very quick one and uh, funny that I uh, tripped over my tongue when I said it. Uh, this is from the Pac-12 Network, which is our buddy Hackride has pointed out will uh, cease to exist as the conference will cease to exist. But uh, what a great way to go out with uh, with this little uh, tumble over some words. Be an illegal crack block or crack, crack black block on the safety. So, in trying to correct himself from saying crock block, yep. he ended up saying cock block. So, you know, five second clip where somebody says cock block on TV, you can never send me too many of those. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, uh, anytime you can work that in. And then last week we had the guy who wanted to say offensive coordinator and he said oh. something terrible. Boy, that was uh, yeah, that's that, that's uh, that's a historical one that will make this day in history at some point. But this is also very good. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, those are our uh, our sports clips for today, which means that uh, the only thing left, of course, is for us to go over to our Hall of Fame for this moment in broadcasting history. Let's find out who are these broadcast 
So as is so often the case, our uh, moment in broadcasting history is from the sports world. And uh, it, it has happened in the past that uh, we have featured a clip from the great Mike Francesa from WFAN in New York. Now he has a podcast that uh, let's just say many less people listen to. And uh, there's a lot of videos of uh, shower, sour shoes from the Howard Stern show calling him in as uh, calling into him as many people. But uh, this is appropriate for this time in the calendar. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, not every prank call to a radio show is funny, but uh, I think if you sell it right, you're going to make sure to end up on a show like this. So anybody wants to uh, call into their local radio show with something like this, you will get yourself on who are these broadcasters. I feel like with the Kennedy assassination opposed to other tragedies in this country, it gets overlooked and not really talked about so much about how sports were affected by this tragedy. And you being like an expert historian about this, do you think Jason Giambi killed JFK? I'll hang up and listen. That's not even, that's just like in really bad taste as far as I'm concerned, but go ahead. I mean, first of all, the guy said you're an expert historian, so you should have known something was coming, Francesa. But uh, <laughs> Francesa saying that's not even funny. That's hysterical. Come on. Because if if he's if it was like WFAN and he's like, yeah, do you think Jason Giambi killed JFK? It's not funny. But he sets it up and, and like you can see Mike. You know, he's like, all right, let's get ready for a serious answer about the Kennedy assassination and the role sports played in. And... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I like, I've never I, seen proof that Jason Giambi didn't. Kill right. JFK. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, how about the fact that the guy who was calling in was he was started to quicken his pace yeah. to deliver that line? I mean, he knew he was up against it. He had seconds before <laughs> he's going to reach over and he got just to get it all in. Yeah, he just had to get it in. And and look, prove to me that Jeremy Giambi, his brother, wasn't on the grassy knoll. Right. Wow. While Jason Giambi was in the books book depository, Easy Jeremy's dead, say. right? Which one's dead, Jeremy or Jason? I thought they were both alive. Now I don't know. <laughs> no, one of them's definitely dead. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, I don't know. If, anyway, I don't know if you want to Google. I don't know if you want to Google right. dead Giambis. <laughs> Serves them right. He tried to. He killed JFK. Fuck that guy. Well, yeah. Well, the CIA finally got him. That's really that's what happened. And exactly. I think exactly we, we can now put the whole thing to bed. No more speculation. Nothing else to talk about. Well, that brings us to the end of another successful episode of Who Are These Broadcasters? Um, I know we've uh, we've missed out on some fun in the chat, uh, and uh, I think our record is still the $5 one, right, Eric? Yes, and boy, i got to scroll back. <laughs> it was way back there. There's, of, there's been a lot, lot of, of free chat. chats since then. A lot of chit-chat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Aha! Um, actually Mongo gets it. Cause the other two yeah. were four 99. I, I remember when Mongo's came in yes. and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that. And look, I'm going to clip this and uh, post it on, uh, Julie Baker's Instagram, <laughs> because if she were willing to unleash them, I think it would be all right. But before we get to our sign off, uh, Eric, let everyone know where they can find you. Thank you very much, Christian. You can find me wherever you download shows, audio podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast. I put one out every day, Monday through Friday, for a couple hours. I describe it as news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Give it a listen. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's a number of other things I do, but it's I don't have enough time to explain them all. 
No, we, we could go for like 10 more minutes if you want to no, talk about no, all the things that you no. How Never often do you me. talk about the porn you found in your dad's bedroom? Just it that one might, time? It might happen tomorrow. It might happen tomorrow. Oh, I, I hope it does. <laughs> uh, so, of course, for this show, you can leave us a review wherever you leave reviews. If you have a good one, uh, it, we're honestly, we're just going to read them all. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, they'll be read by our pal Zia Anderson, who, by the way, will also be joining us live on an upcoming show for some live reviews. So uh, we're we're saving a few of them there. But remember the rules. Now, for WATP, Carl says, leave a five-star review, but shit shit all over the show in the chat. I would like the same five-star review. But as I've pointed out many times every week, I'm very sensitive. Please only shit all over Eric Zane. It's easy for me to say. Zarek Ain. Zarek Ain. Yeah. But, and you know, if, if that leads to three comments on uh, Google Podcasts that uh, say Zarek Ain, asshole, that's fine. That's whatever exactly you want to do. We're shooting. But uh, for that. just shit on Eric in the chat and in the comments and say how much you like me. And you can also leave us a voicemail. Go to whoarethese.com to find the phone number and mention that it's for WATB. And we will play them here. And as I always say, while you're over there at whoarethese.com, Sign up for the Patreon where you will get great content. All the WATP shows you can watch live while they record them and all the bonus episodes. And there are many. Carl did an emergency episode yesterday because there was so much to talk about, about stuttering John, who we don't talk about on this show. Uh, so uh, I make sure that uh, you get everything you can over there and uh, check out my personal podcast, The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. That is the YouTube channel and where you can find it, where you find your audio podcast. And of course, on social media, I'm at Christian DMZ. Well, that seems like it's it, Eric. So let's uh, let's bring up the chat. I actually remember this one, but I, I want to be able to read it. Thank you to Mongo for the five bucks. It's closing time. So remember, every mic is a hot mic. But unleash the sweater puppies, Julie Baker. 